Games journalism often seems to be hyper-focused on instances of crunch and negativity in game development. But what happens when a story comes out that is completely taken out of context that forwards something that's just not true? And what happens when a developer comes forward to try to correct what's been written? We tackle some hard-hitting journalism this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stallcup, and you are watching and or listening to the Free Play Podcast for the first time this episode. The very first definitely, time. Definitely didn't have to do a, a double take no, there. No, it's fine. And joined with me, as always, kind of the constant here, um, without fail, Kate Katawaki. Yes, uh, thank you. Um, I'm the constant here. I've really stepped it up this season. Probably going to go downhill next season. <laughs> Yes, nowhere to go but down. You've cut, you've you've summited. You've peaked. Hey, Kate, I did realize. Um, I I figured out how my how Siri says your name. How? Kadawaki. Oh, that's a popular Which, one for our last name or Kadowski. There's no S. Kodowski. There's no S. You don't need to say an S. So there's no S. So it's like, it's like Jewish. I guess. It's like I'm clearly some kind of Asian. There's probably not an S in the name. Probably. Maybe not an S. My old last name, before I married Stephen, got a lot of mispronunciations as well. It was Kabibi. (laughs) C-A-B-E-B-E. Did they call you Kabibi? Yeah, that was the most common one. So people just started calling me Kabibber, like Justin Bieber. Kabibber. So Kabibber was a really popular one. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Kate Kabibber. <laughs> Kabibber. She's a believer. Yeah, I was a believer at one point in time, but oh, maybe that's when that originated. <laughs> Are you still a believer? Like even no, now that he's no, not, where he is now. I'm not so much. I'm not so much a believer Kate now. Kabibber. Yeah, leave it to Kabiver. I don't even know when's, what's the last what's the last thing he did that was like. He's coming back now with like some stuff. This new album, I guess, is pretty good. <laughs> you didn't seem confident. <laughs> I in haven't that. listened I to the whole like, thing. Whatever. I've listened to like three songs, right. and I liked a couple songs off it. But you can't get any better than the Bieber originals. I think. Oh baby, baby. Yep. Very creative Hit song. Me, baby, one more time. Writing. Um, the haircut. But none of that, like he's too old now. That's the problem. He got old. I guess I don't. I don't the know how old he got is. Old on us. <laughs> 50, 60. I liked him best when he was throwing eggs at houses in Calabasas, which is a nice neighborhood and stuff. <laughs> they caught him throwing eggs okay. at houses. <laughs> was he doing that as part of like a Hillsong mission trip? Or Maybe. And then I think different? he peed in a bucket. Something around like that happened. <laughs> Who among us? Right? Come on, Kate. You do a lot of car camping. I've never peed in a bucket. <laughs> Okay, agree to disagree. <laughs> hey, speaking of car camping, I know that you didn't have this on your thing, but I just got back from my backpacking trip. And okay, just right before you start, you 
I texted you something I don't remember and you said you were in the car so it made it seem like you were driving so I had a question so I asked Matt and I said I didn't want to ask you because I didn't want you to crash and it be my fault and Matt said that you were going on some kind of backpacking hiking outdoor thing and I said Kate how have we not talked about this that's really weird So that's what we're going to talk about right now. Everybody knew that. I didn't know. Yo, infectious. Wow. Play. Thank you so much for that raid. Heck yeah, that's so awesome. If you guys guys legit on Twitch are not following infectious play, you need to go do it. Those are some amazing guys. Amazing guys. Um, And they're game developers. So go on over there, hang out with them. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. I miss my con family. I hope to see you guys in September. Hopefully when cons kick back up, um, there's a lot of stuff going over there. So infectious. Thank you so much for, for that raid. Much preach, much preach. Yep. Okay. Back to, back to the thing at hand here. So I did go on this hiking trip and so, I can't believe that you and I didn't talk about so this. Like, weird. Even, like, like beforehand. I would first, I'd never go on a hiking trip like that. Like, you go, you go like car camping. Yeah, I don't go backpacking. Glamping, and stuff. take the switch, whole nine yards. But I don't know. I was surprised to hear that you were doing this. Yeah. So what exactly oh, went down? Brutal. So we were supposed to go, and I apologize to anybody who's already heard this. Asia, thank you so much for that sub. Um, I, oh, yo, infectious. Thank you so much for that sub. Um, for those of you that have already heard. I apologize. Like, Who has already heard this? Immensely apologize. Oh, I your have stream. Not shut up. You did it on your this. stream, you didn't you? Like I've talked so much about okay, this. Okay, well, I've never heard about it. So this is my first um, reaction. Okay, here we go. So I we were going to hike in Big Bend. Okay. And I'm in Texas and Big Bend is in South Texas. It made a lot of sense to go to Big Bend. Big Bend was on fire. Oh. Um, like the week before it was on fire. And so we decided, hey, we're not going to do that. We're going to go to Northwest Arkansas. And so we ended up doing that. Beautiful. If you want to hear more about that, um, I talk a little bit more about that on Church Nerds, um, which should be out today, actually. Should be live. Um, but here's the deal. We had to hike down about 1,000, like 1,300 feet in elevation over the course of four and a half miles because we end up like camping by a creek bed. And I say a creek, it's more like a riverbed. It was like massive. And so we get down there, like this is a full guy's trip. So we're backpacking in like 50 pound packs. Um, <laughs> you carried like a 50 pound packs. pack? Wow. It was at least 50 That had pounds. all your things in it. Did at you bring your least. switch? Was your switch in the pack? Didn't bring my switch. I did bring a little like a pocket, um, like an emulator, like a pocket emulator. Okay. Looks like a Game Boy. And I'm loving that thing. I haven't been like playing it religiously or anything, but I love that thing. But I did not bring my Switch because I wanted my free time, <laughs> Catherine, to be spent watching Doctor Who in the woods. Are you serious? I swear. I downloaded four episodes of Doctor Who. We were going to be there for a couple of nights. And so I was like, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, I'm in my, I'm in my, my tent. I'm just hanging out at the end of the day. It has a little net that hangs down at the top. And so I put my phone up there and I have my AirPods. I just watch, watch Doctor Who. Because that's, wow. that's my nightly ritual. Get in bed, no matter what time it is, watch an episode of Doctor Who. Done with it. So who are these people that you went with? Uh, so there are a lot of guys from our church. Okay. And so they're, you know, uh, youth pastor, youth volunteers, um, people in life group. There was about, I think there were seven of us. So, um, so you went. 
It was so you went four miles, four and a half, four and a half miles, miles yep. and that was it. You didn't go anymore, and then that's where you like camped, so we camped and then you four and a half in, and then we did another like mile and a half to three miles. the The distance is a little sketchy for me because okay. my watch died, but we went to the falls. So like there was a waterfall, huge like five hundred foot waterfall drop, but it wasn't like it, it wasn't like a like a waterfall, like big gushing. Yeah. It was just like some water. The creek was rolling over and you could tell and it was like it was it was an actual waterfall, but um but anyway, it was it was awesome. So we hiked in on that one uh, on day two. And then on the way back on from that hike, we were like, Hey, let's take a different route. But we're gonna have to cross the river. Ooh. So we're like, ah, no big deal, whatever. Um, but yeah, but was it an actual waterfall? It was, but it wasn't like the waterfalls you see on, on TV. It wasn't like Niagara Falls. It was like, (laughs) not even close, not even close. Um, so, uh, we end up hiking back this other way and we get caught at the river. And so we're like, okay, well we have to cross. We knew this was going to happen, but it's like, it had been raining all week before. And so the river is like rushing. Wow. And. It's like, we don't know how deep this is. We can't see the bottom That's why you got to do a test crossing. And you also got to check for Crocs. Because <laughs> in Australia, in the there's, there's Crocs Arkansas. in the water. So you got to check. <laughs> Did you check? Yeah, we checked when we walked across <laughs> okay. it. Yes. Um, long story short, we just cut after about 10, 15 minutes of like hemming and hawing. Like, ah, what do we do? How do we do this? One of the guys was just like, I'm going. And he starts walking across. And when he gets to the deepest part and then he's still standing, I was like, all right, I'm going. I just needed to see, I needed to see how deep it was. And so then we all crossed and we ended up doing again. Like it was one of those, it was one of those moments, Kate, where like, you just feel like you've accomplished the, like the biggest thing in the world. Oh, I bet. Wait, crossing the river or this whole trip as a whole? Crossing the river. Like we still had to get out of we still had to get out of this canyon that we were in uh-huh. at the end of a three-day hike when every single one of us, except for one person, was basically the most out-of-shape person you'd ever met in your life. <laughs> and so, and we're carrying these heavy packs, you know? Wow. Um, and it was, re- like, there was a thunderstorm that night, so we had all this, like, water weight and all sorts of stuff. And so, it took about two and a half hours to get out. Because then it's like we're we're walking on river rocks, yeah. climbing up, yeah. and there's clay and all sorts of stuff. Long story short, we got out of there, um, and then it it became an. Uh, now it wasn't about backpacking, but that was just the beginning of our trip. Um, we left we left the campsite at six that morning. Wow, you woke up <laughs> at that time. Get, oh, I, you had to wake up before then. Um, but it's different. Like the sun's it's out, true. and like. Even like I, I get white. up early when we're camping. I was up at like four thirty one of the last days that we were camping, and I don't know why. You have to. I was just you awake. When does that ever happen? When have I ever done that? Camping. Yeah. That's it. Um, but uh, the end of that story is that we did not get home back into the church parking lot until one a.m. on Sunday morning. Wow, so. dedicated. And see, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like I see a lot of cool stuff car camping and off-roading and exploring that way but there's things that i will never see because i simply will not carry a huge pack and like walk around <laughs> i'm not a good hiker 
So for me to put myself in that situation, I'm like, imagine all the people I would be holding back as I like trudge up a hill going, because <gasps> I can't breathe. So there's yeah. stuff that I'll, that I'll never see. And there's places you can only see hiking in. Yes. So. But our next trip, we've already decided, well, we're in the process of already deciding is that we want to car camp to the Grand Canyon. Mm. And then like take, you know, this was just a bro trip. Take yeah. wives, do all that stuff. You should. And then the dudes hike down into into the Grand Canyon and then come back up, you know, like spend the night down there and then come yeah. back up. You should definitely do that. The Grand Canyon is cool. There's a lot of stuff to see. There's a lot of tourists. Yeah. But there are the places that you can go where there, <laughs> I'm, I'm there to see where the there's tourists, not yeah. as many of them. There's other places to go. And I'm not saying it's bad that they're there. It just like for me was overwhelming to get to the Grand Canyon after not really being around a lot of people. And suddenly there's a ton of people and I'm like, what's... <laughs> I want to go there and I want to see the typical, the typical people. I want to see people with, with a camera draped around yep, their neck. You'll see that. I want to see tank tops. Yeah. I want to see, um, sunscreen on the nose mm-hmm. and I want to see high socks. Yeah. I like, I've, you'll see that. See. And like when we were there, we were just kind of sitting, having a snack or something. And I was like, something stinks. Like, what is that? It smells like an animal. Where's there an animal here? Turns out there were two humongous elk just sitting there, like surrounded by people walking by and they're just hanging out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. But it's also kind of sad that they're, you know, that used to people that they just sit there. They're just hanging out. Yeah, they were massive. So I didn't trust them. Well, they're elk. I didn't trust them at all. (laughs) I didn't trust them. Well, I'm going to have to get with you on car camping stuff because I got a lot of questions. Okay, well, you could talk Um, to Steven about it. And I'll help you. I can talk to Steven. You can talk to Steven because about I it. have talked to Steven. Yeah. I talked to Steven today. You did, and it, right before we started. Yep, I screenshotted oh, it. We'll it we'll glorious. save that for the end. Take that, Drew. <laughs> um, yeah. So, hey, we're gonna take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're gonna have more of the free play podcast, and we're gonna be talking about the games that we're playing, things that we're watching, reading, whatever, how we are experiencing nerd culture. So, don't go anywhere, and we'll be back with more of the free play podcast. Have you ever been around another person who used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain that you should know, but you didn't? Well, of course you have. Hey, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new, and this will be useful. Not like that throwaway knowledge like math or science. This is the real world, bub, and you need to be able to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up a chair and pay attention because LTN's got another nerdy definition for you. This week's phrase is speedrun. Commonly used in the video game industry to refer to single contiguous playthroughs of a game from beginning to end. Speedruns became popular in 1994 thanks to everyone's favorite space marine and the little game that we like to call Doom. Id Software's new IP allowed for players to record demos of their playthroughs and several websites were created to allow for the verification and submission of said runs to make sure that they were legit. Now, why would somebody need to verify if a speedrun was legit or not? Tool-assisted speedruns are a computer program that use the best possible route to complete a level that would be highly unlikely for a human to recreate based on frame-perfect execution and a Neo-esque understanding of how the game is coded. That being said, speedruns are still being done to this day and you can watch one on YouTube for just about any game that you can think of. 
As a matter of fact, Awesome Games Done Quick, or AGDQ for short, even hold events where they bring in some of the best speedrunners on the internet and then use it as a fundraising tool to help with things like cancer research, humanitarian efforts, and disaster relief. So, the next time you sit down to play a game and someone starts talking about this awesome speedrun that they've seen, you can hold your head high because, well, you understand that reference. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. I'm Bubba, joined along with Kate. We are a couple mm -hmm. of the co-founders and hosts here at Love Thy Nerd of the Free Play Podcast. And we love to talk so much about the things that we have been playing and doing and watching and however we're experiencing nerd culture. So, Kate, why don't you go and yeah. kick us off? What have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing this zombie game called Days Gone. I finally beat it. You beat it. I beat it. It was so much longer than I was expecting. The story was so much longer. Everything about it. It basically was not at all what I expected it to be. At the end, I was reflecting on that. Okay. Not at all what I thought it was going to be. It was a really good game. Did I get jump scared? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same thing that kept jump scaring me. And I've said it before in a previous episode, and it's the wolves biting me and pulling me oh, off yeah. my motorcycle. It just freaks me it's out. It's a game I don't... about zombies, and the wolves are the and things that And you can see you. on the map there's something coming, and I'm like, whatever, it's fine. And then I get pulled off, and I go, ah! And it scares my, my dog and Steven. So, end game, there's like all these hordes, which are the huge, huge groups of zombies that this game is kind of famous for that makes it different from The Last of Us. There's hundreds and hundreds of them and you have to take them out and it's really hard and stressful. Okay. But I've been taking them out and I did all the ones that were necessary for the story with no problem. Minimal complaining. All the zombies? Yeah. Or all the wolves? No, 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 the zombies. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, Take tell me about planning. the story. I, uh, pretend like I've never played this game before. <clears throat> okay, I'll pretend like you've never played it. Yeah. Basically, it's about this guy who used to be in a biker club prior okay. to the... Biker Mars from Mars, got it. Zombie things, they were called the mongrels. Mongrels, uh, I, don't, I don't know what else you'd... Anyways, so he was part of this club. Later... The zombie thing happens. He has to, he has his wife and she gets stabbed and he has to put her, there's like a helicopter that comes through that's taking people out okay. and he puts her on the helicopter and he leaves her there because they can't take that many people. So he, it's him and then there's another dude. So they could only take two people on the helicopter. So if he went, he would have to leave the other dude behind. So he sent her and said, we'll meet you there. And okay. that's kind of where it all starts is because then it kind of kicks off. And two years later, it's just the two of them. And she's not there. And you're like, where is she at? Ruh -ruh. What happened? So that's kind of like part of the story. I thought that would be the entire story is finding out what happened to her and all that. But no, not going to get into too many spoilers, but it took a couple turns, turns. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could I never thought that that would be what's going down. 
There so was also did, a post a post credits or post no it was past the credits. Another secret ending that I was like <gasps> and kind of blew my mind and made it seem like there was going to be a sequel, but then I saw one of the devs being like, "If you haters want a sequel, you got to pay full price." I'm like, "Oh." Yeah. Yeah, they left it open for the sequel, and I think that's what we talked about last episode, was that they just, they're not going to make one, because they yeah. put in they put into Sony, and mm-hmm. Sony was like, nah. <clears throat> Which is sad, because it really is a great game. You should definitely go pick it up if you're kind of into those type games. Like, if you wished The Last of Us was way longer and an open world, you would like this game. This is longer than Last of Us? The Last of Us was only like a 20-hour game. This is like 40 to 60, depending okay. An open world. Last of Us didn't have that option, but this does. Lots of stuff to do. Some of the stuff can get repetitive when you're doing tasks for the different camps that are around, but I didn't really notice that or feel that way, really. I was just like, okay. And I went and did it. And it's a story that, yes, there are zombies in the world, and that's a situation that's going on, but there's also so much going on with the people and that is like the main focus is okay. stuff's happening with different groups of people. How does that all work out in this world? So where do you put this next to Last of Us? Oh. Because it Last kind of, of sounded one for a two. second like you put it above. <laughs> in certain ways, it was better. Like I liked it better than The Last of Us 2. Which okay. is not that hard to find something that's better. But compared to Last of Us 1, it's a little bit different. It's too different to compare because of the nature of the story. It's like The Last of Us is a little bit more focused on a small group of people. And this was focused on a larger group of people, multiple groups of people, and how these characters fit into those groups. Okay. It was just good, okay? <laughs> <laughs> It was just good. It was really good. And I paid zero dollars for it because it was the April free game. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I, I glowing remarks, I guess. I mean. Glowing. It was. Yeah. Kate Karawaki. It was just good. Maybe was, better. Maybe not better. Sometimes as just, good, if not better than Last of Us 2. It's too hard Which is to a compare. low bar. No, it was way better than The Last of Us 2. Way better. Way better. Okay. Way better. Um, so now I'm not really sure what I'm going to play. I don't really have anything lined up. I still have Graveyard Keeper that I haven't gotten into yet on my Switch. I also kind of wanted the Mass Effect oh, Legendary right. Edition. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. But so that's then that's out today, right? I think so. So that's all three games completely Did you remastered. Get it? Like, do you, do you have I it like in hand? No, I didn't get it. I played the three originals a long time ago and. I just am not sure I'm ready to go through the emotional <laughs> journey that accompanies those games. Hey, our, our wonderful <laughs> Twitch viewers on lovethynerd.com slash Twitch, they want to know how many Kates do you give, um, I almost call gone. it State of Decay because that's like the Xbox version of this, Days Gone. Eight out of 10 Kates. Eight out of 10. Eight out of ten, Kate's, wow. yeah. That's what I would marks. give it. That's what I need to do every time I beat a game is officially give it a Kate ranking. Just Kate it. I need to Kate write it, it down, and then I'll at the end of the year, I'll post the top five rated Kate games. <laughs> They're all going to be 10 out of 10. Everything's all, I mean, 10 just, out of 10. <laughs> yeah, 10 out of 10 Kate's. But, oh, man. yeah, if you've never played Mass, the Mass Effect original trilogy, you should definitely get it because it's great. 
it just, at least for me, my heart got sucked into it. And I'm like, <sighs> it was just a lot. But now that I'm talking about it more, I think I might get it. <laughs> so what 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 am I going to be missing out on if if I just play the ones that are on Game Pass? What are the ones on Game Pass? They're just it's just it's all the Mass Effect stuff, but oh, versus the like going and getting this. Uh, I think it, mostly just graphical stuff. I don't think a lot's been changed with anything else. I don't think they would change that much with the rest of it. But from what I've seen graphically, it's a little bit of overhaul, especially for the first one. Um, all the D DLCs in it. Okay. I got that. Is it, I, I don't know if it, if it is or not, but there's a really good DLC for Mass Effect 3 that uh, it's called the Citadel DLC. It's really good. Okay. That's, that's like, that was a go-to DLC for me. I think I bought it. Well, I had to have bought it because I played it before. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just had a really vivid dream. That's all. Yeah. And I think some... Maybe some gameplay improvements. I know they fixed some of the driving in the off-road vehicle they have, but not. It, it wasn't like Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's not anything okay. like that, where the story's drastically changed. It's just kind of taken this trilogy and turned it up to 2021-ish. Ooh, that's high. It usually just goes up to 11. I know. So... <clears throat> Oh, someone said the Shadow Broker DLC is better. I heard that was a good one. I didn't actually play it, but I do know who the Shadow Broker is. No spoilers, but yeah. So oh, now that I'm talking about it, I want to get it and just there are some things that happened to me in Mass Effect One that I really regret that I didn't intend to happen, but it happened. Uh, yep. That affected the rest of the games, and I was kind of bitter about that. So maybe I'll pick it up, <laughs> and I'm gonna look it up while you talk about your your games and okay. see how much yeah, it I'll is because it. and like a fool. I, I had it for PS3. I had all three in the nice, like, cool little box. Then, like the dum-dum that I am, when I got rid of my PS3, I got rid of all my, ma or the Mass Effect cool box thing, and I got rid of all my Assassin's Creed games. Kate. And now I don't have them. And if you That's look like at my shelf, you would never know that I've played all the Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back and buy them all back just for my shelf. Yeah, just get the cases. That's all you need. You don't need the actual games. So um, that's, speaking, that's where I'm at. So speaking of like uh, remasters, I I started playing Halo Two last night. Oh. Halo Two remaster, and it was part of the the anniversary collection, I guess, with the Master Chief collection. Because we're doing this thing on Thursdays now, where I'm going to be doing Game Pass or Play, which we blatantly stole from our good buddies over at Moviga. Um, and I remember the first time I saw. Uh, McDoohoo playing, I was like, oh man, that's a fantastic name for a segment. And then Frost came to me. He's like, hey, how would you like to do something similar to that? And I was like, why don't we just do that and just take it? Um, and he's like, all right, let's do it. And so um, we've been sharing a lot of stuff back and forth between Moviga and LTN. So it's, it works. Um, but I will say this I had no idea how absolutely gorgeous absolutely gorgeous halo 2 had been remastered like it looks fantastic you can i'm playing on pc so i can hit tab to kind of move back between the two and it's like night and day crazy crazy how much they they put into it like even kate the sound changes like they added different sound elements and stuff like that so when you tab over it's like the old stuff <laughs> 
Cool. And then when you tab over to the, to the new graphics, you have the like full 3D atmospheric sounds and all sorts. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, big thanks to Mobiga for letting us steal. I guess people don't let you steal. You just take. Um, and that's what we did. What's the saying? You do it and then you say sorry later. What's yeah, the- it's better to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Permission, there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... I love that. That's a game I'll probably finish. Uh, Game Pass or Play is not a segment. We'll see you later, Kate. Game Pass or Play is not a a segment designed to... It's it's designed for churn. Like, we're going to play a lot of games. We're going to make it through at least the first couple levels of a lot of things. And so, um, yeah, I'm... I'm interested in playing that. I thought we'd start with a banger, start with Halo 2, which is a lot of people's favorite in the series. Um, And that game is brutal. I was getting wrecked, Kate. I mean, like, a lot. Shouldn't have let that happen to yourself. A lot. (laughs) Um, But anyway, um, been playing that. I I did tell you I had that little, um, I wish I had it in front of me. I don't have it here. It's actually still in my bag, um, my pack. Um, But, yeah, I had that little emulator that looks like a Game Boy, and I I was playing Earthworm Jim two on it. Of course, because I was like, "What's a game that I'm familiar with that I'm not gonna have to like learn a whole bunch of stuff, and you know all those things." And I I, I actually started playing Disney's Aladdin on it, plays like a dream. Um, but I was like, ah, "I just beat this game. I just beat it." And so I went back and started playing Earthworm Jim two. Guys, Earthworm Jim 2 is still one of the best times I've had playing a video game. It's just so much fun. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, have you played it, Kate? No? Oh, Man. Go I'm buy not. a Super Nintendo. No. Get Earthworm I'm buying Jim Mass 2. Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> well, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I was playing that, loved it. I mean, I probably played that game for like an hour and a half straight, just like I know it's not a lot, but like on on it's a little okay. handheld for playing that a Super it is. Nintendo for game, something it's, like it's that, a, it is. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I have also been playing Call of Duty Warzone, kind of course. off and on. I have not been playing zombies very much. Um, I'm, wow, I'm that's actually, actually pretty shocking. What happened? I'm big sad about it. I don't know. I just when I sit down to play, I'm just I'm, I'm playing different things than I normally normally would be playing. And I was gone for like an entire week, so like mm. that didn't help. Um, but when I'm sitting down on my computer now lately, I'm doing a lot of work, and so it's really cramping my style. If I'm being real, um, well, but last but not least, here's now here's what I've been doing the most of of anything nerd world wise. I have been I've been watching Doctor Who. I'm a Whovian, friends. I'm in. I've mentioned this before. I will mention it again until I finish it and probably even after that because I think that this is a fantastic series. And if you're not watching it and you're you're a fan of sci-fi, give it a shot. If you're not a fan of sci-fi, give it a shot. Um, Kate, you need a moment? Yeah. Just, my dog looks so cute laying down. <laughs> So, I'm over here talking about Doctor Who and Kate's taking so pictures cute. of She's so cute. Now she just got up. So, well, it's a good time. You got it. You got it in time. Um. So here's the deal, Kate. I was I was watching Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm listening now. <laughs> I started. That's yeah, fine. And I started. I'm about to say things that are going to perk your interest here. 
Okay, um, I'm listening. I was I'm really I was watching. I was watching Doctor Who, and Terry Akuna told me to, to watch things in a certain order to start mm-hmm. with the David Tennant stuff, and I did. <clears throat> when Ashley Gwaltney found out mm-hmm. that I had skipped the first season, she cussed me out. Like <laughs> she was not having it, man. And she she basically like sent a very strongly worded text through Chris to me, um, telling me, demanding that I go back and watch the first That's excellent. season. I love that. So and did you? I, you had better believe I did. Good, because you don't want Ashley to come after you. Yeah, hell hath no fury like an Ashley Gwaltney scorned. And so mm-hmm. I went back and did it. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I, I, McDoo, I'm with you, man. I, I, that's, the, that's what I did. I tried watching that first reboot season first. It's not a, I, I don't recommend it. But having watched up, I'm not th- finished with season four yet. I'm a couple in. Having watched up to that point and now going back and watching even that first episode, I was like, this is, this is great. This is like, good, this is good stuff here. Um, so Ashley Gwaltney, I know you're listening. Dear sweet friend. Of she mine. is. I know she is. Oh, she's an advocate. <laughs> she is. It's really great. I feel so honored by that. I want you to know that I took your advice, your demanding advice, <laughs> and I did it. And I'm not sad that I did that. See, why would you think that Ashley would lead you astray? See, it's good that you listened to her advice because sometimes it benefited you. Here's the deal. Kate, sometimes people can be so adamant about something that it just turns me off. Like, I'm just like, ah. Yeah, probably like me with like Assassin's Creed. Like, legit, (laughs) I did not. Yeah, legit, I did not watch The Office to begin with. Because people are like you, oh man, you gotta watch The Office. I was like, I know, mm, I feel that too, though. Really like, don't. Really don't. My grandpa used to call me the contrarian when I was a kid because people would say stuff. Oh, like, you, you should do this, or like, come on, let's do this. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Even if I did want to, I just didn't want to do it because they said, yeah, you're you're not my dad. You know <laughs> exactly. And maybe maybe that's a little bit of the enneagram aid in me, but I I will say <laughs> that. I am usually, I'm usually all about eating the crow when it, when I do get into it and I do start doing the thing and I'm like, yeah, I know this, there's a reason a lot of people like this or a lot of people do this. Um, and now, you know me, I've got FOMO like crazy. Yeah. Um, I try to get ahead of the curve here. And so it's, it's really good for me to, to get in on the ground floor and to watch things right as they drop and all sorts of things so that we have things to talk about and so that I can talk with other people about it. But here I am, 75 years um, in the past with it's Doctor fine. Who, and I can still, like, it, that's one of those things where, like, people still will talk to you about Doctor Who. Like, I was having a conversation on the ride back about, like, early seasons of, of Doctor, and they're like, oh, yeah, I think I remember that one. Is that the one where they did this, this, this? And I'm like, it's very fresh for me. I'm like, yeah, believe. <laughs> just, like, really, like, nerding out over these well, things. Well, I'm happy for you, Bubba, that you found a new show that, because you yeah. watch a lot of shows and you're like, oh yeah, it was really good. This thing was really good. This show or whatever, this thing was really good. But this yeah. one, you've really like embraced. I love it, man. It ticks all the boxes for me. Like again, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I, one of my favorite shows, and this is not a show I know like a lot about, but it's one of my favorite shows, is Sliders. Not the hamburgers, but like Sliders I, I don't the know show what that is. I only know about the burgers. 
Um, and <clears throat> another one of my favorite shows is in the same vein and it's fringe. And like, I really mm. like those go anywhere, do anything kind of, you know, hijinksy one off, you know, episodes and fringe was so wild. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Absolutely love fringe. So, Oh, I forgot of one more thing. Okay. 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 I don't know. Well, you might like it. I've been listening to this podcast the past couple of days called Strange Arrivals, and it's about UFOs. <laughs> and, right, not Strange Rivals? Strange no, Arrivals? No, Strange Arrivals. And it's by, it's like in conjunction with the guy who created Lore. So it's really well done. It's not just like a random thing. And it's not like, here's all the reasons why UFOs are real, or here's all the reasons Aaron why Manky. UFOs are I'm fake. Aaron it's, yeah, but this guy has a different name. But um, oh, it's, so not it's, not, it's not Aaron Mankey, but it's like he helped produce it and stuff. So it's kind of like some of it is in the same vein, but it's really good. I'm super hooked. I'm on episode like 11. They're not really long, maybe 30, 30 ish minutes, but it talks about this story of these people getting abducted allegedly. And like, all it talks about all kinds of stuff, analyzing on both sides, how it could be real, how it could not be real. The history kind of, of ufo abduction stuff i don't know it just really I tickled my ear holes it really tickled I, my ear I, holes i've already followed it on Spotify. so it's like, <laughs> i'm binging season one you you're the one that got me into lore in the first place oh it's so good and i i have fallen off like I, i'm too. not an average podcast i i i create too many podcasts to have time to listen yeah. to podcasts and so like i find myself now on the other side of things um which i'm gonna be real Kind of bums me out. <laughs> yeah, well, these are shorter. These episodes, these episodes are shorter. They're not like yeah. an hour plus long. They're thirty something minutes. And every time at the end, I'm like, I clearly, I need to listen to the next one right yeah. now. So I want, I want to get so more back interesting. To, I want to get back into content <laughs> consumption um, and not just creation because I think that uh, it can create this weird like echo chamber just of content. Yeah. And so I want to keep giving you guys good stuff. And in order to do that. I gotta watch stuff so yeah so look at this it. podcast let me know what you think of it i will look, I will look at it with my ears <laughs> and i'll let you know it's so i really like it anyways well uh, we're gonna take a short break but don't go anywhere because when we come back we're gonna be talking about something kate i don't even know how to describe this this thing. is like re this is like slightly out of our um normal free play stuff uh -huh. but someone submitted this topic his name's frank that's why yeah, i asked thanks, if frank. someone um named frank was in the chat earlier because i don't think i know frank if <laughs> i do know frank, you sorry yeah. but i was trying to find you uh, <laughs> so this he submitted this topic and we're gonna dig into that and put on our journalism hats although these yeah, are just normal hats but it's basically just a teaser here it's basically how journalism can hurt sometimes specifically mm -hmm. within the realm of gaming journalism so yes don't go anywhere we're gonna try and talk about that right here on the free play podcast what up nerd we hope you're enjoying the podcast but did you know that love thy nerd showcases most of their content on ltn radio first that's right Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at ltnonair.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from ltnonair.com 
or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. We are live on Twitch, so you can go to lovethynerd.com slash Twitch, and you can watch us Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, but just for a few more episodes, because we are going to be taking a break starting at the end of May. So first week in June... You ain't going to see us anymore. Not on the free play podcast, but no, we'll be back I'll post, again. I'll post clips. That's what I'll do. Then. Yeah, absolutely. I'll post more clips. We'll, we'll tie you over, but we <laughs> will be having, man, we might, I don't, you know, honestly, Kate, we might do a surprise episode in the middle or something like that. But, Maybe if we get bored, um, are, if Matt's gonna going to be there, cause he's like real busy, you know, we're not going to be uh, <laughs> releasing regularly scheduled posts every week. Like we normally do. Um, so we're, we're taking a, a legitimate break, but um, you can, Go to lovethynerd.com slash twitch. Normally we say twitch.tv slash lovethynerd. And every yeah. time I almost mess it up because I want to say lovethynerd.com slash twitch. I just buckled down and I did it. And so here well, well we are. Well done. Yeah. Well done. And uh, now I can go home. Jokes on you. I work from home. So take that. <laughs> go out in the yard. Um, all right, Kate. So we've got. Okay. We've got a, a topic that we're going to be talking about. This is a doozy of a topic. Okay, there's a lot of details in it that uh, contribute like details? to you the like overall details? thing. Huh? So this is a new thing for us. So I'm glad Matt's not here because I don't know if he could handle it. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> Hey, you got to stop saying so, things like, I'm glad so-and-so's not here. Why? You got to stop doing that. Okay, I'll say it two more times. I have two more times Perfect. to All say right, it, yeah. and then I won't. I'll try not to say it anymore. But uh, Make it mm, I don't know. If, okay, so as I said before... This story was submitted by free play listener Frank. Don't know anything more about him other Frank. than his name is Frank, and he's listening to this right now. So, Frank, thank hopefully. you for this because hopefully, uh, um, otherwise, it might be awkward if you're not. But this story is a little bit different. We're doing some analyzing of some games journalism. Now, you might say, shouldn't you leave that to Drew? You know, like big brain Drew. The answer no, is yes. we're going. We're going to do we're it gonna right do now. We're going to do it anyway. No, 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 no. We're going to do it right now. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to do some talking as one does on a podcast. We're going to go through the. I've broken it down into, into <laughs> about three different parts and we're going to stop and analyze it, I guess, or do a little bit of discussion in between the parts. Okay. And then that's just the way it's going to be. I'll allow it. <clears throat> All right. So this story takes place within the Xbox Halo world universe players game information. And it starts at a place called 343 Industries, or I guess that's how you say it, because to say 343 sounds weird. It's 343 for sure. 343. Okay. 343. <laughs> 343 Industries, a.k.a. home to Halo Infinite. And this is the root of this whole thing. So an artist that was on that project at 343 Industries shared a video on this Chinese video uploading site called Billy Billy. Yeah. And the video is in Mandarin Chinese. Okay. So it's Which neither of us natively speak. No, no, we no. or understand at all. Or understand or yeah. learn and nothing like that. So this uploading site kind of revolves around animation and comics and games and like art kind of stuff. 
So that was the angle that this video was taken. So in this video, he made just a couple comments about his career. That was, um, he worked at Bl Blizzard. Then he worked at 343 Industries. Two very and difficult companies <laughs> to like work for to create yeah. games. You're not going to yeah. have an easy day. No. And he talked very briefly about the development of Halo Infinite. But the purpose of the video was not to like drag any company through the mud about development. Like that was not the point of it. We'll get into, into it in a second here as well. So this video was translated into English and it began making the rounds through many sites, including Reddit and all the places and the translation yeah, what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? So it's already starting to go downhill from right here. So the translation of it, which I looked at on these websites and it's about, you know, a paragraph from this whole like 15 minute video, they translated a, a specific paragraph that emphasized executives being overly ambitious about halo infinite, about a lot of things that had been cut and the three, four, three team worked under like constant crunch and gave some kind of behind the scenes reasonings for why the demo was a disaster and now he no longer works there. So that was the gist of the translated section, which again was only a teeny, tiny, 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 tiny bit of this whole video. Okay, that's the end of part one. <laughs> so at this point in time, what stands out to me, Baba, is the translation aspect. Okay. That, um... Just kind of makes me a little bit like, okay, so you translated a thing and then you posted it on Reddit. Hmm. Part two. Okay. <laughs> I should be reading this more like uh, Aaron Menke on lore. Yes, this is like a true crime podcast now. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Part two. Then the person who made <laughs> the, the initial video in, in Chinese... That was then translated. He made a whole new video having to re-explain the concepts of that original video because he felt like so many things had been taken out of context that it was just ridiculous, like insane. Because this was at this point, and this story is only about a week old. So this whole thing was starting to snowball into, oh my gosh, look at Halo Infinite's being mishandled. The employees are struggling from crunch, which is the popular journalism tactic that you use to be like, hey, you suck as a company. Yeah. That it's kind of stuff. Chuggy. It's not a chuggy word yet. Yeah, it's not a chuggy word. Still very relevant. <laughs> so in this video, he presents all of the information in English, not Mandarin Chinese, which I think was a really smart move of him to do. And he stated that he thought it would be valuable to share his own experience in the gaming industry to those interested in pursuing video game art. Yes. He's not a dev, he's an artist. So... He was expressing how he was upset that someone had translated part of this video, made it all about Halo Infinite, and then the press was running these full stories based on these random things that were not even the point. And he was trying to say that he was he wanted to share that he was grateful and felt blessed about working in these companies and everything was made so out of context that it was like, here's a whistleblower saying that 343 is doing terrible things to the employees. Right. Mm. <clears throat> part part three. Part three. This is the last part. A third then, act. Get this is the last here. part. I'm sorry, but this is a podcast, so no, you got to listen to something. Like, now, it, now it's like a real story because every good story has three acts in it. This is I good. know. So Hit this me. is. Hit me. <clears throat> so this is like the good stuff here about okay. 
now we've laid the foundation of what happened, how this person is like, no, 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 don't, <laughs> don't say that, because that's not what I meant. So that's what part three is. I mean, part three. Oh, yeah. Clarifying and contextualizing. He's like, I am not a Halo news source. You cannot take what I'm saying. Like, he basically really pushes back on yeah. these people who have been <clears throat> making these stories, which is a lot of big news outlets. And shared a lot of stuff that I thought was really wise and pointed because usually in games journalism, you know, you see people coming forward and sharing these horror stories. Yeah. And that's what they were trying to make this into. And a couple of things that he said was that a single experience from a single employee cannot be applied to a company as a whole. And that his experience was fine. Like, was fine. Is there was the, none of this terrible stuff that people are are trying to make come out of the story. Is this the same? This is the same guy that wrote the stuff. This is the guy that made the original video, not Got the it. guy that okay. wrote the translated thing that kind of okay. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, started yeah. Okay. started everything. Um, and then he clarified some things in the context of actual game development. Like people were upset. Oh, you cut stuff for Halo Infinite, and he said. Yeah, that happens in every game and it happens in every single industry. Stuff gets cut. That's why there's deleted scenes. Yeah. It's not a, hey, they're screwing over Halo Infinite because they took this thing out. No, not yeah. to do with that. Oh, man. Like this, this was nothing at all like I thought it was going to be. Honestly. No. Then he talks about hype culture and how video games are so hyped nowadays that everyone has unrealistic expectations about what's actually going to happen once they get the game in their hands. So he was saying, yeah, maybe the demo was a little rough, but it doesn't mean that Halo Infinite isn't going to be a good game. And he encouraged, hey, have an open mind because this is the first time Halo is going to be semi-open world. Of course, yeah. it's going to be different. There's going to be things that like may or may not work, and that's just the way it is. So he talked about hype culture, and he talked about, most importantly, clickbait and crunch, saying, hey, what these people did with my original video is clickbait. This is not real news. This is not what I was trying to say. This is not real. They did this to trick you and yeah. you fell for it and started getting all worked up about Halo Infinite because that's what they wanted. Yeah. And with the crunch stuff, he said that sometimes people crunch because they want to keep going doing their good work that they're working on. They're like in a flow state where they're not really paying attention to the clock. They're just like, I'm really involved in this project. I want to get to a certain point in it. And when it's done, then it'll be done regardless of whatever time, if it's over That's time, me. whatever. That's exactly so, how I work, man. And he, and he was saying that this company does not have a culture of crunch. But people are so eager to report on that, that they'll twist and turn anything to fit that narrative. Yes. And then this is the very end. This is the end. He Act four? No, no. This is still part of act three. He, <laughs> he calls out games journalism directly for lazy, clickbait, and irresponsible writing. And he said, no one once reached out to me for clarification or a quote about what I had said. He had reached out to all these outlets that had written about it and picked up the story to offer some context and they ignored him get out <laughs> so that's the end of the story <laughs> yeah i mean they probably didn't want to redact anything um, yeah because they want it to be this they want it to publish they want a story about crunch culture and how Yikes. terrible people are Yikes. or Yikes. like they they like want that stuff so Frank was asking, like, what do we think of this as people who are not games journalists? 
What do you uh, think, Bubba? Okay, so, wow, there's so much in this. Um, I know. And we all have it's a little like, bit of time. Uh, the whole story is very chuggy. Um, it's so, it's so a here, lot. Here's, the thing, it's a here's lot. the thing that we have to understand. There are a lot of posts that go up in the Love Thy Nerd community, especially like specifically on Facebook. That will be from, you know, mymomsbasement.com or comicbooksrus.com or like these are these are not real websites, but like these things that you've never heard of that's like there's a new Spider-Man coming out and it's going to have Superman in it. And it's like like these are not reputable sites like, mm-hmm. at all. All it is is clickbait because they're trying to get their their clicks up. Um, legitimately, they want more traffic to their website. And for whatever reason, the first time anybody gets like, you know, basically, you know, the nerd equivalent of Rickrolled, um, they want to post it. They want to post it everywhere. And that's when like fact checking, uh, fact checking and yeah. like Reuters and, um, you know, Snopes and stuff like that. You got to like really start digging into things and going into actual like firsthand accounts of okay what did this person say what did this person say how was the response to that what was the context of it it is 100 lazy reporting Mm -hmm. to just take an article and not fact check it in the same way that yeah thanks kotaku in the same way that it's absolutely lazy for you as a person like as a human person to see something on the internet and then just share it without looking into it or fact checking or anything. Um, you know, honestly, I saw something today and I'm not going to say what it is, but I'll say, you know, kind of the context <laughs> of it. Um, I saw something today that was people reposting a tweet from the current president. And I was like, oh, that does not at all sound like anything that he would have posted. It 100% was something that came from you know, the, the at POTUS on Twitter. And I was like, okay, all right, but I'm not going to repost that without thinking about it, or you know, I'm not. Yeah, just checking in. It's so easy to edit some to make Photoshop it to look like you know, make tweets say anything. Hundred percent. Um, and so like I like to go through and and do my due diligence on these things. That being said, Love Thy Nerd is not a news outlet. We do not do news. That's not this what is as we newsy do. as it gets. Is right here, um, and even we don't. Do we that. we reflect on media. That's mm-hmm. what we do. We try and create thoughtful content as best as we possibly can in all these different areas. But we do not. the The newsiest thing that we do is LTNN on LTN on air, um, on our our radio station, LTN Radio. Matt Coker has a thing that he does where it's just a news roundup. And that's the newsiest thing that we do because we don't want to get caught up in all that. That's yeah. not what we're about. We don't we don't have a rating system. We don't do reviews. No. We don't do any of that stuff. It's just like we're we're gonna talk about the things that interest us kind of a deal. Yeah. We create conversations exactly. in the nerd sphere. So that's so us. it's it's a <laughs> This story is a doozy, but like Caffeine says in the chat here, it's gotten more about how many eyes are reading the article instead of asking the questions. And that's, I completely agree with that. And it's, it's a mixture of, of media outlets and social media wanting to get those hits and get those numbers up and people struggling with just having general media literacy, kind of the ability to fact check, the ability to be like, 
I see so much stuff, especially with an older demographic on Facebook. They're like, it's like crazy. The stuff that old people share about, it's like, they're going to take away your right to have cats and dogs. It's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. um, No, they're not just Google. Just do a quick Google search. Your, 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 your cat's going to be fine. It's stuff like that where, where there is that S that essence of lazy clickbaity irresponsible. Like we just want to, kind of drag you along a little bit because we yep. know it'll get the click and the read and maybe the share, which is sad. It's like, come on, it's sad. <laughs> you may, as, as a website, now I'm just like talking generally, you may get more traffic to your website, but do people trust the content that comes out of that website? Mm-hmm. We use Kotaku as, as an example here, and I'm not dragging them through the mud or you know talking bad about them or anything, but it's like you person, you know what your view of Kotaku is based on the kind of stuff that they post. They have a lot of stuff that comes out frequently. Yeah. But is it a trusted site? Like, do you trust the information that comes out of there? Are you are you going to recommend that information to a friend or a coworker or just the internet in general? Because now your life, your, your name is on the line, not your life. That's a little too drastic. <laughs> that's too, your that's your name is on the line with the information that comes out of that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of and, wrapping it back uh, up into like this actual topic that we that we have when we're talking about here. Um, Reddit can be either the best or the worst thing on the internet. It just can. Um, so I think that the information getting out there, I don't think was a bad idea because he put it out there. Mm-hmm. But it was for a specific demographic and the context yeah. was very specific just to take blown it out like to change it into all these things i'm really appreciative of the fact that he came back and said hey look i don't even work for this company anymore but here was my experience period i crunched mm-hmm. because i want to crunch mm-hmm. um i do think that crunch is important to talk about i also know that creatives are hard to stop um when that train gets going and if it stops, it's hard to get it going again, or it's yeah. hard to find that train of thought because a lot of creatives aren't very good note takers. They're just like, gonna gonna move forward. You know, it's mm-hmm. that brains are built differently. Yeah. Um, and I know this because I are one. Like, I get it. I completely understand. If somebody breaks my train of thought, I get real mad about it because I'm like, well, I'm never gonna get that back again. Um, and so. I think that like the context of this is yes, crunch is a real thing that exists. Um, we all need to be able to, to agree that that trailer for Halo Infinite was not good. We all need to agree on that because it's important. Halo fanboys will say that it was fantastic. Fantastic. And anybody else that's not a Halo fanboy can look at that and go, I thought Halo was supposed to be good. And like, that's a fair critique of that because even the Halo team will tell you that that was not done. So for people to turn around, we've talked about this before, people to turn around and to tell, you say to us even like, hey, well, they were, they were going to release it in December. I'm like, well, this was in June. There ain't no way from June to December, like full release that that was going to be ready because there's still production time in there, like physical media production time in there. There's you know, all sorts of things that need to be done in the midst of a pandemic. I was really happy. So very happy that they, they've, they're pushing it as far as they're Mm -hmm. pushing it because now the community is starting to talk more about it and say, 
And you know, it'd be great if you, if it had a battle royale mode in it, a BR, which some people are like, yes, some people say no, but now like there's time to, if it's not in there to develop it and add it if need be. And we've seen that these industries are taking a lot of input from the community. I'm looking at you, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, like taking a lot of input from the community on what their actual product is. Because at the end of the day, these guys are not, you know, th these people, these men and women, they're not making Halo Infinite so that they can just put it on their fridge. They're making it so that people will buy it. And so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. and it's, it's, it gets into so many other things because then it's like, well, where did that cycle of clickbaity reporting come from? And it going back, it's like, well, we're creating the content that, you know, people aren't really going to read anything besides just the headline and be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and this is exactly one of those things is they, they wanted the quick thing where people aren't going to read the entire thing. They're not going to think about it. They're not going to even think to double check like, hey, is there anything else besides that? Like, who is this person who's yeah. saying this stuff about 343? And then you would see this person's video. It was a really well done video where, you know, he addressed each incorrect point and said, went through the entire thing. And that's a baller move. Like, I, honestly, that's, I wish everybody would do that. If you get called out, somebody calls you out on something, address the points. If there yeah. are no points yeah. to address, that's mm -hmm. a whole it was like thing, but. the most perfect like if anything like that ever happened here with LTN with anybody on set anybody yep. it was like that's exactly how I would want to handle that is just exactly like that. that just get up address it be honest say yes directly to you the know point. exactly <clears throat> so because it really if and it made me so sad to see that he reached out to these news outlets to try to correct it and no one was interested in connecting yep. with him kind of reframing the context or even just saying, hey, that's not the story, take it down, whatever. No one was yeah. interested in that. Think, and that's just like, oh my I think it like, leans oh more gosh. on the importance of transparency. Yeah. Um, and, you know, dutiful journalism. Uh, if you're going to do it, do it. So. Yeah. Oh, it, man. This really was actually, it was, when I first looked at the story, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know uh, yeah. where to begin I unpacking gonna, this. I didn't know if it was going to be a free play thing, but like, we can talk about real things. We can talk about real things. Yeah. Here. And this was, a, and it's still, this is still unraveling also. Someone else was going to make a yeah. big statement about it. I forget what his name is, but a big games journalism backing up this developer saying, hey, <laughs> yeah, this person is, is telling you this. Like, So we'll see how it actually kind of yep. unfolds, you know, but I really thought this dev did a great job when so many, the, the, Journalism culture right now is to grab a hold of crunch and punish, punish, punish. And yep. this person was going to bat for a company he didn't even work for to say that's not how it was. Yeah. So, so. props to him. Props to you, bro. I don't remember your name, but <laughs> bro, Tato. Yeah. <laughs> not a one to one, uh, but thank you. Hey, this was a listener submitted topic. It was. Um, so Al's asking in the chat who produces this wonderful content and uh, this amazing stuff. Kate. Yeah. Produces it. She does. But we want ideas from you people. You find we listeners. Do. If there's something going on out there in the world, let's talk about it. What's interesting to you? Like, you are listeners of the show. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about, look, when we talk about things that we like to talk about, it's about birds. Yeah, basically. So we need, 
Birds and destiny. If, if so you like, have other topics that you want to talk about besides birds, just hit me up, Kate at loveliner.com and let's <laughs> <laughs> let's kind of get more more stuff in. It doesn't have to be as serious as and in depth as this, but like if you want to nope. throw your hat in the ring for a topic, let's make do it because because especially we're coming up on a break, so I'm gonna need some content. I'll collect some stuff and yeah, um, see what you know, goes down. So thanks, Frank, for this topic and story that we normally wouldn't have done, but you submitted it and we, no, we did it. I think we did it. We did it. I think we did. We crushed it. And hey, on that note, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to close out the show with some uh, listener chat questions. If you Mm. are watching live on lovethynerd.com slash Twitch Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern time, it is a sub only chat. And so our sub ask questions and we answer those questions live on air so do us a favor if you're in the chat right now get them ready and if you're not make sure you're here next friday for another episode of the replay podcast but we're going to take a short break kate and i and when we come Mm -hmm. back we're answering your questions hey everyone i'm hector mirai and this is faith and fandom 180 on ltn radio So I want to talk about WandaVision for a second, and don't worry, no spoilers. And even if you have no idea what's going on in WandaVision, that's okay too, because this is going to be just based on one single line. And personally, I think it's the most quotable line in the entire series so far. And I think it also carries the most potency per letter of anything out of the entire series. But there's this moment where Vision makes this statement. What is grief if not love persevering? And man, the minute I heard it, which by the way, I saw it quoted on people's Facebook statuses before I even got to watch the show. Thanks guys. Um, But the minute I heard it, it just hit me deep. It hit me in my soul. It hit me hard. Because the reality is, beyond just what we see in WandaVision and anything else, grief and love persevering to me honestly boils down to Jesus. And not just a straight Jesus juke the situation, but this is honestly what stirred in my soul the minute I heard this line. Because I go back to Mark 14 and where Jesus is praying before the cross he's praying before he's arrested and he literally is drowning in grief check this out in mark 14 34 there's this verse that says my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death he said to them stay here and keep watch verse 35 says going a little further he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible the hour might pass from him Verse 36 says, Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Jesus was embodied with grief over what was about to come, but it's the fact that his love perseveres, that his love persevered and is persevering, that we find freedom, that we find hope that we find redemption and that we find love and salvation. And that is love persevering. 
Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba, joined with Kate. Mm-hmm. And to close out our show, we'd like to answer some questions whenever we can um, from the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash lovethynerd or lovethynerd.com slash twitch. It's a sub-only chat for Free Play each and every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. So those that are here, we like to let them ask some questions, and then we give our professional expert opinions on said topics uh, because that's why people are here is, is to hear what we want to think. We think about things. Um, so first question is how many diapers does a baby need? <laughs> yeah. Tell us Bubba, you know about this. You have four like children. The answer is zero. Like, honestly, what? I mean, like, what are yeah. you talking about? Or, or, you know, Anna might say 10, I don't know. 10 like, diapers. Maybe 10, like not like disposable diapers. Anna's big on the reusable, like, oh. um, cloth diapering. But how do you get poop out of it? You wash it out. What? You so, so you put poop into your washing machine. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. So what we would do what? is we take what it about out your and other we, clothes. We would spray it. I mean, you'd be surprised at the things that you wash out, and we're not talking like big like logs in oh, okay. the. Okay, okay, that was what I was out, picturing. And it says twenty cloth diapers. That okay. seems excessive. Okay, you spray it out, and then okay. you put it in the washing machine. So a kid will go through 4,000 uh, diapers in a day. And so that's why I feel like the answer is zero. Just uh, like put them in the backyard, let them do their business. Would it be like, have you seen that episode of SpongeBob where they have a baby clam and it has diapers and there's okay. diapers all on the walls and inside every piece of furniture, everything? That, yeah. Well, okay. So that's the meme, right? It's like when he's like walking through and like opening up the doors and like and the looking fridge, out. And he like opens the, the fridge yeah. and there's diapers. Yeah. How many babies is it? How many diapers does a baby need? All of them. I mean, the answer legit is all of them. Just be prepared. If you're not an, a parent, you will be changing diapers forever. Absolutely forever. Mm, that's exciting to me. And did no the kids. math 2,500 disposable diapers from birth to potty training. That oh, feels geez. low. That feels real well. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes, poop is a very common topic on the free I'm podcast. I'm sorry, but we, I I just have questions. Um, okay, hey, moving on. What age, Kate, is the right age to introduce your kids to Red Dead Redemption 2? I've been seeing this question around a lot, actually. I think someone maybe posted it in the community. And I think that, it was in the community, yeah. I feel like I saw it in there, but mm, I love this game. It's the best game in the world but it is not for children so <laughs> but when you say children what do you mean i mean definitely no one under 16 okay. and i think 16 is even a little bit like i guess it just depends with how comfortable you are with your kids seeing certain stuff especially with language like there's seeing a lot hearing, of yep. like seeing or hearing there's language stuff how okay you are with um cannibalism cannibalism <laughs> People dying, just weird stuff. That's why it's like, you know what? 
play it when you're 18 then it'll be fine usually probably i mean you won't be you won't be as worried about seeing or hearing different things <laughs> i don't so you're saying 18 i i say i say between 16 and 18 depending on the kind of relationship you have with your kid the type of stuff that you're comfortable with your kids seeing or not seeing yeah there is something on there that says nudity and i'm like where is that i don't know if i've seen that in this game <laughs> i don't think it's the kind of nudity that maybe you're thinking of or anybody's thinking of i think it's like like I don't even know how to describe it. Like the uncomfortable nudity where it's like, like, a, like nobody, nobody should see that. What like, do you mean? Like a, well, there is like a dead person. Like, hanging I was going to say like somebody that's emaciated or dead okay, or something like okay, that. Okay. Like then yeah, I, I guess like, or something like that. Um, yeah, <clears throat> maybe I just, Kyle says men's butts. Yeah. Um, Oh, do you see butts? Yeah, you see a butt when you get in the bathtub. That's right. There's a butt there. That's that and like Ghost of Tsushima. Like that's the, they just like that's the thing now. Or no, there's no butt. It's the waist up. I don't know. Whatever. You might you see know, a butt. Maybe that's you what know it is. It's there. May, yeah. So I. That's why it's just err on the side of caution. It is a shooter. You are killing people. There is blood. There is stuff. There's a serial killer. There is cannibalism. Is the story great? Yes, but there are a lot of other things that aren't that aren't maybe at the forefront of uh, violent stuff. But it is uh, it is a ruthless world. So that's why I would say the older the better, really, and definitely nobody under sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So yeah, you guys are definitely saying a lot of things in chat that I'm having to permit. Um, let's see. Red Dead 1. Okay, Red Dead 1 did have more nudity than Red Dead 2, in my opinion. I mean, honestly, like, how how old? Like, I know that's kind of a, a silly, I don't want to say throwaway question, but, like, how old, as old as you think is good enough for your, for your kid? Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's, is it's really uh, family-dependent, parent-child. Yeah, maybe 30. Dependent. Maybe, maybe more. Like my cousins were probably fine to play it at sixteen, but my mom wouldn't have let me play it at sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so hey, there's our there's our deep thoughtful um, maybe it answer helps. to your throwaway question there. Wasabi. Yeah, you might see a butt. <laughs> I don't if you're okay with your kids knowing that people have butts, then yeah. RDR may be the game for you. <laughs> Um, all right. Last but not least, here, what do we think about the partnership between Discord and PlayStation? Kate, do you have any initial thoughts on this? I think it'd be fine. I think. Oh, it's like it's done. Oh, it's done. It's done. Like PlayStation. See, I haven't heard about it, or I don't know Jack Squad about oh, okay, this since the Microsoft Pla thing. So PlayStation that's is a is now a minority stakeholder in Discord. Oh. And so emphasis on the minority yes. stakeholder. Um they they're not making all the decisions and driving the ship, but like basically what they're doing is they're investing in Discord. And so whereas Microsoft was trying to buy them, now PlayStation is saying, "Hey, we we want to we want to go with you on this journey." Yeah. And so Okay, um I'm fine with that. I think well also it's <laughs> 
Maybe I'm more biased towards it because I have a PlayStation. So if there ever was a partnership or an investment that like went further, it could benefit me. And it sure would make it easier to play Gang Beasts with Ryan (laughs) Guerra and Chris Gwaltney if it's... (laughs) If for no other reason than for Gang Beasts. Yeah, with, with Chris and Ryan and I think Matt played with us once. I have, about to, Matt, I have to believe <laughs> that moving forward, there's going to be a Discord app um, or, you know, something, I, I guess app is the right word, for you to download on your PlayStation and then use. I have to believe that. I don't think that they're going to migrate all of the audio over to Discord from PlayStation. I don't oh. think that that's, I don't think that's going to do it. Um, but I do... I am super hesitant about this because there are so many better reasons for Microsoft than for for Sony, in my opinion. Because mm. here's the deal. Sony is not widely known for being like this huge multiplayer arena. Um, a lot of their They're also not team players when it comes to really not team uh, players. Cross cross a platform. Stuff. Really not team players. But the, the the solo games that the bangers that just come out of Sony are awesome. Mm-hmm. Days um, gone, Sony exclusive. It just it just kind of seems like a little bit of a waste if it does go that route. Now I'm I'm super excited about Discord moving forward. Discord's got a lot of stuff that they're doing right now. They just got done doing a rebrand and all sorts of stuff. Um, where it was like a soft rebrand, was it like massive? Um, but they like rounded all of the edges and it's like, okay, all right. From a design perspective, I see you, you gotta, you gotta keep it fresh without changing everything. I get it. Um, but from like a gameplay nerd perspective, I hope, I, I really hope that Microsoft would jump on this, this train as well, because there's nothing saying that Microsoft couldn't jump in and become a minority stakeholder either. Yeah. Um, this may actually be the move for them. Um, and honestly, maybe Nintendo should get in on that action as well. Um, I don't think it should just be limited to PlayStation uh, because I think that the game, the gamers win, the more companies are involved in this because I'm excited to see where Discord goes. Um, still, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep saying this for a while. I, I, I really wish that people would get behind Gilded a little bit more. Um, but I think it has a lot more to offer the gaming community than discord does, but all that being said, Hey, growth is always good. It's always good. So like when discord grows, we benefit, we have a, we have a discord yeah, server. That's so, true. um, it's good for us. It's good for the community. So, Hey, those are yeah. three questions that you guys asked. And we want to say thank you so much for submitting those questions in the chat. We'll do it again next week. And uh, next week, friends, Romans, mm-hmm. countrymen, let me your ears. Next week is our season finale. Um, and I know you're like, well, that's not how a calendar works. It is how a calendar works. Because even though we will not be recording during the last week in June, it will be airing during the last week in June. So we're going to try and do something special for you guys. We got an idea for a special guest. Um, Kate. Well, we'll see. I, I said we is- had an idea for a special guest. That's what an idea is. And so we'll see how that goes. Um, But if it all works out, 
we will have that person on. And also, like I said, this will be the last episode for the season, season four. So do us a favor, make sure that you check in. Um, We'll do some giveaways. I've got games to give away. We'll do some giveaways next week. So, but all those giveaways will happen live in between the segments. So you got to be here, twitch.tv slash love thy nerd or love thy nerd.com slash twitch. And you can, you got to be subbed in order to to be involved in any of that stuff. Um, but we really, really, really want you to be a part of what it is that we're doing and creating here. So, hey, without further ado, let's go ahead and close this show. Episode 124 yep. of the Free Play wow. Podcast. That's a lot. It's a big deal. I know. I'm shocked every week. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, Radio.com, and as always on LTN Radio on LTNOnAir.com or on the Live 365 app. Just search for Love Thy Nerd Radio. Um, LTN Radio, I think, is what it comes up as. And if you can't find us, all you got to do is go to LoveThyNerd.com slash freeplay, and it'll show up. Little buttons at the top let you subscribe via RSS. Google Play, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and something else. I don't even remember. But something. Anything you need about free play can be found right there on that page. Lovethynerd.com slash free play. Yeah, you can and read our you, bios. Oh, yes. When's the last time you updated your bio, Kate? <laughs> no, I updated mine recently because it, okay. it talks about, uh, but Matt never updated his from what you wrote for him. Ever. I don't even remember what I wrote. Hopefully something derogatory. <laughs> you said he was a father of millions. Oh, it's true. <laughs> hey, if you're not already a part of the Love Thy Nerd Facebook group, go ahead and do that. And also get in on our Discord, lovethynerd.com slash Discord. I want to make sure that you guys are a part of both of those things. And as always, you can find Love Thy Nerd on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Love Thy Nerd. And as well, this podcast on Twitter at Free Play Podcast. Yep. Kate's going to be posting all summer long. Bangers. Twitter and the Instagram. I have Bangers a post ready to go. That's probably going to go up today on the oh, Twitter. Wait. Then we but have, have some to. more. We have some more going up on the Instagram. Maybe I'll post my TikToks uh, of my grandparents. Instagram. Do the Instagram. On the, on the Instagram. So uh, I don't at know. Free Play Podcast <laughs> on Instagram as well. Well, hey, once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. You, I'm you Kate Kotawaki. You, there you go. And no, I left space for Matt. Oh, but he's not here. I was trying to include him. But he's but he's not here. Like well, you can't include somebody who's not here. I was trying to be helpful to to him. And <laughs> for the absent Matthew Warmbier. <laughs> hey, we'll catch you next week on our season finale of the Free Play Podcast. And if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. If you have a live, laugh, love sign in your house, Chugi. Chugi.